Oh, is that me, me? <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Work Hacks with Bossy Skirt. And I just totally screwed up my cue. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Good? Just so our listeners know, they're not really good. They're all, like, tired and quiet. <sighs> it it's, feels like a Monday. It feels, it feels like the weather's like horrible. Yeah, we were saying we always, for you, we always start off so bleh. Well, hopefully we won't, we won't be channeling those vibes. We'll pick it up. Let's pick it up. I was thinking, driving in today, about how our listeners might be curious to understand how you guys all broke into your industries. Because everybody's trying to break into their, in their field, as I like to say. And uh, not everybody does it. Sometimes, you know, they're killing time doing other things while they're waiting for their big break. And all three of you are lucky enough to be working in your field at very young and tender ages. And so... It might be interesting for us to talk about how that happens for each of you. I can share how it happened for me, even though I'm the I'm the den mother of the group, so my story's <laughs> really old. Um, but I had been asked to give a monthly presentation at this meeting where um, the regional president was presiding, and it was like a big deal to invite me. So I went, and I'm sitting in the back of the room. You know how it works politically a lot of times is there's only so many seats around the conference table, and then all of the rookies sit against the back wall. So I was sitting against the back wall. Gave my presentation, sat down, and uh, the president asked a question about my presentation, and but he didn't ask me. He asked a guy who was in charge of research, so I don't know where I found the cojones, but I literally interrupted and said, uh, you can ask the girl with the slides. Wow. And I know. I think back on that. Like, where, did, where did that come from? In front of 25 <laughs> people who all outranked me. So anyway, he got embarrassed. Well, I even kind of embarrassed him. He got embarrassed. He said, oh, okay, my apologies. You can answer the question. So then I did. At the end of the meeting, his boss stands up and says, I want you all to pay attention to what just happened. And like called me out and gave me props for doing it. So I listened to Bruce Springsteen at the top uh, volume on my car, screaming the whole way home because I was so excited. I, and I always feel like that was my that was my breakthrough moment. That's awesome. Because you know you got to make an impression, and that was my my chance to do so. That was very bold. It was very risky. Okay, so there I've shared. Who's got one? Oh, um, I guess I can go. I'll, I'll step up and do it. Honestly, I think my biggest thing was like getting my first internship to me like that felt like a big thing uh, it really felt like a turning point of like i could actually i proved to myself that i could be sufficient in the workplace like the actual workplace and not just like okay this is what they taught me in school like i'm a little like worried i can like, do this. applying it to the real world you know um so how'd you land it uh i just actually i w had some help through a career counselor at school and he said there's a position open here and send me your resume and I'll send it in to them and see what they want and they took me and I liked it it was a really good opportunity for me and I think that kind of cemented my place doing what I want like or at least cemented what I want to do I still feel like I you know I got a lot of breakthroughs to make it you know I'm still I'm still working my way up mm -hmm. <laughs> now was there an interview or did you land it just on the merits of your resume um resume yeah yeah the interview it wasn't it wasn't really an interview it was more just like a get to know you kind of 
I wouldn't call it like a professional interview per se. I would just say it was more of a sit down and like, what kind of person are you? Like, Had they offered you the job before that sit down? No. <laughs> Let me tell you right now, Tony, that was an interview. Okay. <laughs> a lot of times what people don't talk about is chemistry mm-hmm. and fit is almost more important than the skills that you bring to the table because the hiring manager is going to think, I can teach you everything you need to know, but I need to get a sense on if you as a person is going to fit within the chemistry of this team that I'm building. So mm-hmm. you obviously aced that. And it was nice because it was like, even if you don't get a job from them directly, it's like, you know, I mean, they, they got your back. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> internships like, are huge. Yeah, it was it was, it was was nice. It was cool, yeah. I think. And that was good because it led me to graduate with like, a career mm-hmm. a job at least so Something. you landed a job in your field right out of school yeah because of nice. the internship yeah exactly yeah kind of gave me a little head start which super. i felt was kind of a breakthrough for me super important i think uh internships are one of those things that cannot be overrated they are so important yeah i would definitely say so anybody else yeah lana how about you <laughs> i agree um uh, while I was in school for broadcasting, I had been looking forward to like that threshold period of like, okay, now you're eligible to start applying for internships. Like I had been looking forward to that um, throughout the whole process of going to school. So once I hit that mark, so to speak, I was instantly like, okay, you know, here's my resume to again the career counselor at school. We went to the same school, so um, she, my counselor, was able to, you know have a feel for what would be a good fit for me based on me still being in school on two days a week during the day and then like me still having like um, jobs at night so she's like you know a morning show would be a good fit for you Um, sometimes that's not the case for everyone so really just customizing that experience and then you know it just seemed like she was sending my resume and it wasn't you know it wasn't becoming uh, fruitful for me so um, the internship fair which is like a career fair but just for internships um, came up and I went and I had like 20 copies of my resume on me and you get to meet people like in person and it's not that they're having like an interview with you on the spot, but like you're saying, like it is pretty much, you know, them getting a feel for your personality. Would you be a good fit for the company? Even though they are internships, some of them do lead to jobs. And that's really what happened for me. Um, the promotions coordinator for New Radio Media was there um, and we he saw my resume and he was impressed instantly. Um, so he was actually, to be honest, he he said we might just skip the internship internship process for you based on looking at my resume so that was exciting but I was excited about the opportunity to have an internship so I didn't really want to forego that experience so I was kind of on the fence like (laughs) do I want to go straight into a career or do I want to have that internship experience under my belt Um, and I didn't really know about new radio media because it is a new company Um, so and it was like just launching at that time so it had taken you know maybe a month or so uh, for him to contact me but I had added him on LinkedIn like that day once I got home from the fair uh, which I said on a previous episode. I remember that story yeah. Yeah and he reached out to me on LinkedIn like a month later like sorry things have been really crazy around the office but you know I am interested in interviewing you for an internship and then once I got to the interview it was kind of like Tony was saying it was more or less like a what's your availability let's kind of hammer out the details Mm -hmm. Um, because he had already met me 
Um, it was a very quick interview. It was like not even 10 minutes long. And I got to meet Craig, and Craig Folly is the person that I was immediately interning under. He's the host of a show on New Radio Media. And um, I got to learn under him, and then maybe a month and a half passed by, and I got offered a job, like, doing the same thing that I've been doing, but just getting paid. So I was like, why not? Absolutely. Of course, I want to do that. So that was more or less my breakthrough. And then um, to this day, I'm still learning new things here. And and that's really, you know, my my breakthrough Your point. Break in, yeah. yeah, so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you think that um, it's... Both of you obviously had very impressive resumes um, because that opened the door uh, right away. But I know you especially had lots of little stuff going on the side. Mm-hmm. Do you think that helped? Yeah, actually, um, I forget about this. I had an internship at the school during the same time I was interning here. So I was like learning um, through uh, specsradio.com. I was learning how to like input music, like record music um, from CDs into like the specific system that they use to play music on the internet radio station. Mm-hmm. So I was learning like the back end of a system called Enco. And so that was cool. And then, like, we were also, like, producing commercials and ads and things like that, like, to be played on the radio station. Um, So I forget about that. But I think overall it probably did uh, kind of boost and and pad my my resume by doing so many things at once. Um, It just kind of adds to the fact that I'm really tenacious. You had practical experience and demonstrated interest in the field Mm -hmm. already, whether or not you were getting paid for it. So that shows initiative. That shows somebody who's going to hit the ground running with some skills. And again, when you're looking at young people, that's really rare to find that. So I I think that probably absolutely played a role. But both of you proved that it's also, you know, how you do once you get there. That's, you know, that's where really the the rubber meets the road on whether or not somebody's going to be able to make a difference long term is, you know, if you can establish a relationship and a rapport and make your personal brand known as somebody who's fun to work with and takes direction and learns and is curious. Those are all those are all great things. How about you over there, Missy? Miss Missy. Hi. Hi. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I can think of one definite big break that I've had. Um, I'm going to start by saying I always try to strive to achieve higher goals and my life turned around when I made the decision to actually do something about what I wanted to do. I mean, you can sit around all day and say, I want to do this, I want to do that, but until you take the initiative to look into it, how you can study it, how you can actually start doing it, nothing is going to happen. So I had a lot of different little skills at different jobs I've had growing up, you know, experience here, I can do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And I had a long, consistent job during that time as well. From that long, consistent job, I stayed there while I was going to school, the same school that we've all gone to. And I put in a lot of time, a lot of effort. I was always the first one there, always studying before class. Um, my grades reflected that. So when I did get in, I got an email from, I think, my um, career counselor first, asking if I'd be interested in sending a resume here. And I said, yeah, of course, you know. And um when I came to do my interview, the guys were really down to earth. I felt like we clicked very well. You know, they were personable. And when I got home, I think maybe a day or two later, they called and asked if I would like to come and start here. And I said, yeah. From that point, I've 
just been doing whatever I can to get more experience. It sounds for all three of you that your career counselors at school really made a big difference. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah, Alana mentioned that, like, the really, like, personalized kind of help they give you. And it really did help. I mean, it's because they, they're not just going to throw your resume out there. I mean, they're going to look, I mean, they're going to get to know you and who you are. And, I mean, they're not going to stick you somewhere where you're not, like, comfortable, where you're not going to fit in, per se. Um, they always try you. They always try to give you an opportunity that, like, it might be pushing your com- like your comfort zone, but it will it won't know, it won't be like you're gonna fall flat on your face. You know, you're not gonna like you're not gonna fail. <laughs> yeah. So you got emotional support, but it also sounds like all of your different counselors took an active enough interest in each of you that they understood individually mm-hmm. what would fit, whether it's from a schedule standpoint, a mm-hmm. skill standpoint, an ambition standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody needs a champion at every level, you know. So if you're just coming out of college, a career counselor who's a good career counselor, they aren't all yeah. that involved, but it sounds like you guys all really have some yeah, fantastic we had, support. Yeah, we had great counselors. I actually got to know every single person there and mm-hmm. help find you where you fit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's too. I think that's one of the things you're going to get out of it what you give to it, right? Absolutely. So if you spend oh, yeah. a lot of time... And they say that too up yeah. front. Like, if you don't want an internship, we're not going to force yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't want to be yeah. here, yeah. don't be here. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's all about the initiative you take. All right, well, let's come back uh, after the break and talk about how to negotiate for a raise. Ooh. Ooh. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, I've got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. low-budget movie version. 60s TV version. Early 2000s high school pseudo-adaption that eventually grows into the geek we all know and love version here. I'm getting paid a lot of money to be here, so listen up. Watch the Geektainment channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's geek-approved. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. 
broadcaster sounding <laughs> I had to follow her fingers <laughs> leading me down the path we have way too much fun around here and do you know we don't even drink we do like a 5 o'clock show one time yeah and I can uber home mm-hmm. can we you promise yeah okay alright so uh, we spent the first half of the show talking about all of your various big breaks which were fantastic stories uh, supported by the fact that you all took initiative and you had a very interested and supportive uh, individual who helped you all get there which yeah. by the way you're going to continue to need but we'll save that for another show well we got you now well, that's, true. Yeah. that's cute that was nice <laughs> you actually need somebody on the inside <clears throat> um, but I will always be your coach uh, <laughs> how's that side hustle going by the way oh it's getting there. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm using. It's the brainchild right now. That's. So if I could quote Miss Kelsey, everything started to change as soon as she took action. Yeah, you gotta stop you gotta thinking it. about it and start. Yeah, make spreadsheets, it. man. Make a plan. <laughs> make a list. You're right. I gotta do this. You're this, right. this, 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 this. Spreadsheets are pretty awesome. Actually, we'll make this a recurring segment, like mean tweets or something. So here's what, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you one assignment each time, Tony. Okay. You only have to do one thing before we meet again. Okay. Log on to Moo.com, free sponsorship, Moo, M-O-O, like the cow. All right. And make some business cards. It'll Deal. cost you 25 bucks. It's kind of fun. You get a lay out. Deal. They'll come in the mail. You have to show them to me. And then it's, it's amazing how much just having that one piece of out, collateral that you have to stare at could light a fire. Okay? That's all you got to do. Right. Moo.com. Deal. And you, you fish taker care of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Photoshop my own business card. You could, yeah. We learned how to do that as well. That's true. He can make his own. And oh yeah, just you, pay to print them. You have to drop in the design. Yeah, but they now just got, plus the box they send it. <laughs> okay, in really oh, it's, so cute. <laughs> it's a sponsorship. Yeah, we gotta we gotta help them out. And we're fishing, right? <laughs> oh, no pun intended. Okay. Blue anyway. com. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So let's talk about raises. Has anybody here ever had to ask for a raise? Like ever? I, I don't know. Like ever. Oh. I've wanted them and I've not asked for them, but I mean, the chances of it actually getting offered at some of the places that I worked for a long time and actually getting one. Well, you'll yeah. get two. Ro- you'll get two raises naturally. One will be every time you get promoted, and the other will be if you work at a company that has annual performance reviews. They usually come with small merit increases. Mm-hmm. So there, there will be times when when it'll come to you automatically. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. Every employer is only going to pay the absolute minimum they have to to get you. I mean, that's that's the way the world works. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes you have to take matters into your own hands. Now, I'm not suggesting that that's the case that anybody's in right now. So don't worry, Buzz. I'm not inciting a riot. <laughs> but um, it is worth understanding the steps, I think, that um, you should go through. Because some of our listeners may be in a position where they think they're ready to ask for one. So I just want to walk you guys through a couple of steps. So the first one is, why would you even think you deserve a raise okay so there are a couple of things that may plant that thought in your head somebody new comes on board and the grapevine is rampant and you find out how much money they're making and it's more than you (laughs) that has happened that's a thing Mm -hmm. at a different job before okay and it was the person i trained to take over my job alani you should have totally walked in and asked for a raise right then and there no i was training because i was leaving i was training him 
because he was replacing me. And when I found out how much he was starting at, oh, never again. Yeah. <laughs> never okay, again. good. Well, then this will be a really practical <laughs> exercise for you because shit like that does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that'll spark your interest. The other thing is... Um, Whatever it is you're doing for a living, whether it's through the local press or you'll hear the buzz around the office that suddenly positions such as yours are in very high demand. Uh, So that means that there's potentially an increase in the market value of the position that you hold. Uh, So whatever. And the other thing is uh, if you're taking on more and more and you know you're doing well, but you're outside of the normal raise cycle, so you don't see anything happening anytime soon and you just want to have the conversation. So, so any one of those types of situations can present themselves. And you're like, okay, I need to have this conversation. All right, I better step this up because she's going to take a quick nap. So here's what you do. The first thing you do is you have to pull together <laughs> <laughs> everything you can find that dictates what your job goes for. So there are tons of resources out there to help mm. you do this now. Glassdoor is a yeah. great one. Most of the recruitment sites all show pay ranges. Mm. So go and see what jobs like yours in your market, because this stuff can be very specific geographically. Go see what they make and then compare that to what you're making and see if there's a gap. All right, if there's a gap, good. Check that box and put that paperwork aside because you're going to come back to it. The next thing you're going to do is now put together a brief but compelling inventory of all of the things that you have done to add value to the organization. So it's basically, you know, a list of your greatest hits that you're going to walk into in case your boss doesn't remember all of the things that you've accomplished this year. Okay. And the third thing you're going to do is have a number. So if you think that you are definitely adding value beyond what the market base is, if you've already proven there's a gap between you and the market base, I would pick a number that's probably, call it 10 to 20% above that market base. That's your target number. So you go in. Now, the first thing is you don't want to be defensive. You don't want anybody feeling comfortable. You're not putting anybody on the spot. So you're really just going to have a conversation, schedule an in-person meeting. You want to say, you know, I've been doing a lot of thinking. I've been doing some research and I wanted to have a conversation with you about my compensation. So here's some of the stuff I've learned. So the first thing you go to is your little market research that you've done that shows the gap. Talk about what you're making so that you can illustrate that that gap isn't very big, easy enough for them to fix. Then you hit them with your greatest hits. Then you hit them with your number. Now, the most important thing is you want to do this. I know everybody's getting squirrely in their chairs. This is making you uncomfortable. (laughs) Kelsey's itching all over. Um, It's just a conversation, right? It's like this thing that you discovered. It could be like the idea for a show. So it's only going to get weird if you make it weird, okay? So you want it to be casual and fact-based. Here's the most important. I feel like thing. I always make it weird. That's the thing. I'm always like, I'm always like, uh, Tony's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I just, let me see if this helps because I haven't gotten to the punchline yet. What if I told you that you are not expecting a yes or no when you walk out of there? That's not your goal. All you're doing is having a conversation and you're throwing out something for consideration. It's all you're doing. Hmm. Okay. I think a lot of people walk into it thinking, this is what I deserve. This is what I'm making. Here's how I'm so valuable. Give it to me now. And so you feel like it's confrontational. Yeah. You're not there to make it confrontational. You're there to plant a seed, to make a suggestion that's grounded in fact, and you're going to make it comfortable because you're not expecting an answer. You're just giving your boss the opportunity to absorb the same information. Let them get caught up. You've now been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. You've done all your research. You've probably pointed out stuff that they didn't realize. So now give them a chance to absorb it. And then the other thing that's important to know is any raise outside of a company's typical increase schedule might require a couple levels of approval. 
So they'll need time because if you've made a compelling case, they're going to have to go make that case on your behalf to their boss. So that's why they need time. And ask the only thing you want to ask for at the end is, I want to give you time to think about this. Can we agree to meet again in and just get agreement on when the follow-up date is? It is it one week? Is it two weeks? Is it a month? Do they want to give you 90 days so that you can really have them now notice how much you're doing? Just get an agreed upon circle back date and that's when you get your answer. Mm. You think you can do that without making it weird? Yeah, that seems pretty that seems mm -hmm. pretty straightforward. I mean, I think it that does help though, like the confrontational taking taking the confrontational aspect of it out almost. Mm -hmm. Because that's, like, something I always think about is, like, everyone's always like, well, you should go ask for a raise or whatever. And it's, like, they'll, they'll say that, too. And it's, like, it's easier said than done, you know? <laughs> well, I think people have this idea in this head that you're going to walk in and be all strong and proud yeah. and you're going to expect an answer right now. Yeah. And that's never going to happen. And that's one of the mm -hmm. things is I think it's, like, you. I feel like you got to, like, go in there and just lay it on the line. It's, like, I didn't know that that's not what you have to do, I guess. <laughs> well, you can do that, but that's the quickest way to piss off your boss. Instead, what you're doing is just painting a picture, showing that you're valuable, showing what the market would pay for somebody with your skills. The reason why that's important, by the way, I didn't make this point, that proves to your boss that you can go get a job someplace else. Right. You want to create some sense of urgency on their part that, oh, wow, the market is paying more. They have done a really good job. If I piss them off or I can't even scrape something together, I might lose them. Mm -hmm. And what's the worst that could happen? If they do let Same you go, way. then I guess you go find the <coughs> job well, well unless you were a total <laughs> asshole nobody's going to fire you for asking for a raise yes. okay. so really the worst yeah. thing that's going to happen is they're going to say no right and if they say no now you have all of that information that you've learned on maybe it does make sense to go put your feelers out there and see if there's a bigger company or you know it, it starts the process maybe mm -hmm. you can start networking use your linkedin start talking to people who work at other companies and see if you think it would be easy for you to secure an alternate position at another location at a greater at a greater wage and if you can you should absolutely go for it and then you've given fair notice hmm. it's all it's all business not personal <laughs> so, you, so oh, go ahead. oh i was gonna say so you think if like let's say you have you're you're out there let's say you have another offer on the table mm -hmm. now Ooh. using that as leverage how do you do that in a way that's non-confrontational because to me question. that seems like the most confrontational thing to say somebody is willing to pay me more what are you going to do about it golly that is such a good question i don't know if we have enough time to answer it but i'll do my best so the first question i have to ask is what does that mean to you the fact that you got that counter offer do you want to take it or do you want to stay where you're at but get paid more? I'm going to guess most people would go with B. They want to stay where they're at but yeah. get paid more. So there's nothing wrong with saying just that then. Got another offer. To be honest, I don't really want to take it. I want to stay here. But I would feel better about staying here if you could match what it is they're offering. And if they can't, then you have to make that choice. Because not every company can just automatically write the check to match the wage. Yeah. But it gives them some something to think about. And, and you just being honest and not saying, hey, here it is. What are you going to do? Instead, it's, gosh, fell into my lap. I didn't go look for it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stay, but I, I don't want to be stupid. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. we'll cross that bridge when it happens because it'll probably happen. Well, okay, she's yelling at me again, so I guess that means we have to go. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, and uh, we will see you next time with uh, Work Hacks with Bossy Skirt. <laughs> I forgot the show name for a minute there. At this morning is mine. Detroit. It's the home of some of the world's most talented artists. 
It's where Techno and Motown were born. It's a city where you can experience raw, untamed rock and roll. I'm Ben Rose, and I'm inviting you to join me weekday afternoons from 4 to 5 for the Motor City Juke Joint. I'll have interviews with musicians, info on what's going on around town, and a playlist curated by me just for you. It's all right here on NewRadioMedia.com. Do you want to see things like this? You just said you died? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out Podquesters, the show where we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous tricks. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Oh. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. the latest LiftMaster garage door openers and the toughest retractable screens on the market all by the push of a button. Tarno Doors is celebrating its 50th year anniversary and is the recipient of the 2016 Subcontractor of the Year from the Home Builders Association. Tarno knows doors. Tarno knows doors. Hi, I'm Art and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you and we take pride in our impeccable affordable service and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. 